Today's sponsor is Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash recode and using the promo code recode. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, Executive Editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, Senior Tech Editor at The Verge. And this is Too Embarrassed to Ask, our podcast about consumer tech. Not just gadgets, but also apps, services, and really anything that has to do with you, the consumer, and all of your personal tech questions. So send us your questions. We really do read them all. Well, I don't. Lauren does. Um, first, you can tweet them to at Recode or to myself or to Lauren with the hashtag Too Embarrassed. That's two R's and two S's in Embarrassed. You know what I did this past Friday night? What did you do? In addition to setting up my Pixel phone. I don't know, cat lady. What I, re- I read through all of the people's questions. Oh. This is what I do. Yeah, you read comments too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best way to get Kara's attention is to, <laughs> I try to come up with something every week, and this week I'm just at a loss. Send her drinks. Uh, we also have an email address, embarrassed at recode.net. Again, that's two R's and two S's. And we have a great back catalog of podcasts too, which you can find on iTunes at itunes.com slash embarrassed to ask So this week, for too embarrassed to ask yes. we have put together the perfect trifecta. A trifecta. A trifecta. That's a big word. What are we, horse racing? What's going on? No, in fact, Walt, Walt Mossberg said yes. on Twitter that his head was going to explode from this. What? what well, with why? joy, because we have a great guest for today's show and a great topic as well. We're going to be talking about both Apple and Microsoft's announcements from last week, because mm-hmm. there were a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, we have a lot of questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Especially Apple's, you know, because it seems people have been waiting for the new MacBook Pro for years now. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, literally years. I think yeah. it was four years since the last major upgrade. And and so now there are a lot of questions about yep. them. Yep. And without any further rambling, let's bring on our guest, Joanna Stern, technology columnist at the Wall Street Journal. Before Joanna became an expert on selfie sticks and emojis and vertical videos, because she does have a very cool vertical video series for the Wall Street Journal, she reviewed a ton of laptops for a living. She also happens to be one of the founders of The Verge, where I currently work. But Joanna, I think we, we kind of switched jobs. Yes, I worked at the we, Wall Street Journal once. You're like, we all, yeah, we all We're switched. like, we did a Freaky Friday. Thing. You know, <laughs> honestly. But you got to come back, Joanna, really. Come on. Like, it's enough with that Wall Street Journal stuff. And also, why did well, Walt's head explode? Because three women are talking. Oh, my no, God. He thought it was great. All right. He thought whatever. it was great. He said, Ever. someone actually thought that Walt was saying that in response to a tweet I made about yoga pants. Oh. It was kind of funny. All right. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to go down that <laughs> no. road, if you don't mind. Mm. Anyway, we're thrilled to have Joanna here. Or she is we? a powerhouse Joanna you know you're like one of the most famous reviewers around yes and we love all your work and I'm gonna come here every day this is so good for me yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay no problem and here Mm -hmm. I'm stuck with Lauren Uh, no I'm Um, kidding oh Kara, you yes. love me. Uh, maybe someday it'll come true if you keep saying it. Kara like actually hung out with me on Friday night. For a brief Friday second night. before I went off to yeah. my actual party. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we had fun. The one thing I know about Lauren is yeah. that she would take any of us in a swimming race, a, I mean, really any race, Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah, Joanna and I were buddies when we were both testing the Apple Watch Series 2 uh-huh. because there were new social and sharing it was my features. Nightmare. Oh, which did she kick so your ass? And we got yeah. to see when each other was working out and send each other a little emoji and be like, you rock, good job. Oh God, I'm it was so really glad fun. I didn't do that with you. Right, but fun. I did like one workout a day and Lauren yeah. was doing like 50 workouts a day. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to go back to McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't tell Neil I was like swimming all day. You know, those uh, long endless days with the cat you got to do something all right all right enough about the cat all right so we're going to talk about all the news first uh, talking about apple and then we're going to discuss a little microsoftian stuff um so let's start with apple yes so i guess the biggest news 
new MacBook Pros. And that's plural because there is more than one. Joanna, in case people missed the news last week, break it down for us what they need to know. Yeah, it's crazy. There are more MacBook Pros, I think, than there's ever been, yet they have only, this is the first time they've updated them in about five years. So the biggest news was that they have this new touch bar, which is only on two of the new MacBook Pros. So let's start at the bottom. You've got the MacBook Pro 13-inch MacBook Pro. This has the new design. It's thinner. It's only got two USB-C ports. We'll talk about that in a few seconds. This starts at $1,500, okay? Starting price. Expensive. Expensive. Yeah, okay. You go up one more 13-inch MacBook Pro with a touch bar. Now, this is a touch strip that they put at the top of the keyboard that allows you to sort of manipulate different controls. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't really gotten a lot of time to test it yet, but my quick demo of it, I thought it was pretty cool. That starts at $1,800. Mm-hmm. Okay, so give or take, you're paying a couple hundred dollars extra for a touch screen. Then you go into the 15-inch MacBook Pro, and that also comes with the touch bar. They do not offer the 15-inch without the touch bar, and that starts at $2,400. So you have to touch it, right? So I wasn't joking. You have to touch it. $2,300. So what what about um, the power? How does the power scale up? Because I know like one of the things that we talked about a lot with the MacBook was the, you know, it had these Core M processors that aren't super great. Right. So these are full Intel Core processors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big news is that they actually are not the new generation of the Intel processors, which is kind of a big deal because Apple's sort of not tweaking to the the latest and greatest. But, you know, they're, they're really fast. These are still meant for the pros. The MacBook itself, which is that $1,300 smaller, well, 11-inch laptop, 12-inch laptop that is underpowered, one port sort of comes in for people who are doing the basics, right? These pros are for people that are doing uh, more visual stuff, more graphic stuff, video editing, uh, at least on the 15-inch. So really, they're looking at this as, you know, quote unquote, pro. Uh, Phil Schiller, head of uh, Apple Marketing today, said it's the most popular pro notebook they've ever launched. Not really sure what that means. Hmm. But, you know, to me, the big thing that stands out here is the prices. To me, that uh, I think that's going to weigh heavily into my review. This is a lot of money to spend on a laptop. Sure, we don't buy laptops as frequently as we used to. So maybe you say, okay, I'm going to make this investment in that. But there are plenty of really good Windows laptops with better yeah. specs, frankly, and touchscreens that cost half the price. So w- will Apple ever make a fully touchscreen laptop? Like, why are they doing this touch bar? Why don't they just go right to touch? I mean, honestly, it seems ridiculous at this point not to go right to where it belongs, essentially. Yeah, I mean, to me, this seems like it's this pit stop for Apple. They're still trying to figure out how they bring the iPad and the Mac together. They've got iOS, the, the operating system running on the iPad, which really hasn't been molded that much for the iPad Pro. And then you've got the MacBook Pro and the MacBooks that have run Mac OS that have those more fully featured things that people want to do that you're not going to be able to do on iOS. And so I think Apple's trying to figure out here how they bridge the two. I think it's interesting if they are looking at that $1,000 or $800 to $1,000 territory, which used to be occupied by the MacBook Air. The MacBook Air is still around. You can get that for a starting price of $1,000. But no touchscreen, no touch bar. No touchscreen, mm-hmm. no, no touch bar. It's basically the old no MacBook Air, just a really old MacBook Air. But it's still a really good system because there's a lot of compromises with these new systems, and they're also really expensive. So 
you know, in my mind, maybe Apple's thinking, okay, if you only have $1,000 or $800 to spend on a computer in that area, well, maybe you're going to get an iPad Pro with a keyboard. You can get all of the sort of applications that you might need for basics, you know, word processing and surfing the web and other applications. You can get that on the iPad Pro. Let's talk about ports. Our, my favorite topic. <laughs> let's talk about talk let's talk about, about dongles. I'm going out to get a cookie right Living now. Living the dongle life. Kara loves ports. dongles. Okay, so first, let's talk about the inclusion of USB Type C, right? Which is something we saw Apple introduce with the MacBook, the 12 inch MacBook, and then let's talk about other ports or lack thereof. So tell us what the deal is with USB Type C. Why should people? Why is this in the new MacBook Pros? Why is this a good thing? Why is this a bad thing? So, okay, let's let's back up for a second for people who don't know about USB-C. USB-C is, is going to take the place of a couple of different ports that have been on the market. Number one is the normal USB port that is infamous and is on pretty much every laptop or desktop computer and is what comes on the core that you plug your iPhone into the wall. Everyone knows what a USB port is. It's going to take the place of that, but it's also going to take the place of micro USB, which you find on a lot of Android phones or um, GoPros and other types of accessories, you know, hard drives, etc. So this single port is going to take the place of these other sort of ugly ports, you know, you'd have to flip the cord in. It's a great port. I mean, when we, we talk about ports, I mean, who doesn't love great ports? This is a great port. So let's get that out of the way. This is a good decision. This is a good thing for the mm-hmm. future. But right now, it kind of sucks because you've got all of these things that plug into a USB hole, right? You've mm-hmm. got an iPhone that plugs into a USB hole. You've got lots of different devices that plug into a USB hole. Apple Watch charger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apple Watch charger. Mm-hmm. So this adjustment, it sucks, right? And Apple's putting on these devices only USB-C, right? They've taken away everything else. They've taken away HDMI. They've taken away SD cards. They've taken away DisplayPort. They have kept the headphone jack, which is a little bit confusing because they took it off the iPhone where they say it's not necessary, but now they're saying it's necessary on the MacBook Pro. So it sucks, but it's a good thing. Like my opinion is that this is a good thing. Apple's getting us started. In fact, they're not the first to do it. HP did this with a laptop a couple of months ago. I really liked it. Three, uh, They have three USB-C ports on it. Dell's been doing it. Google's doing it with the new Pixel phone. Mm-hmm. So this connector's building momentum. The problem is, is that it's for the future, but we're living in the present right now. Mm-hmm. And so the present means we have to buy dongles. I oh, should nice. note that uh, The Verge did run a review of the new MacBook Pro without Touch Bar earlier this week. It was written by Vlad Savov, who um, actually disagrees with you on that. I think we all recognize sort of the benefits of USB Type-C, including faster data transfers and things like the fast charging and all these things that could potentially come with it. But he thinks that Apple is sort of rushing ahead, too far ahead of the average user. Mm. And the average user is not there yet in terms of using USB. I mean, to quote Donald Trump, wrong. <laughs> you know, Vlad sad. is wrong. Sad. Wrong. Exclamation point. He's nasty. He's nasty. He's wrong. Right. Um, I, I, he's wrong. Right. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, look, I hear that argument. Jump but in I think there we in the also... middle of it, so it's menacing and slightly disturbing, just so you know. Yeah, wrong. Okay, well, wrong. Then. There you go. You know, I, Vlad is extremely, he's, Vlad's the best. He's just the best. But I, I agree with him on, on, you know, is Apple going a little bit too far too early? Possibly, but that's what Apple's done in the past. I mean, if you look at the MacBook Air, we had the same situation with the CD drive. We went through this. The internet or, you know, before the days of Twitter, they were outraged that the CD drive was gone, right? Mm-hmm. Most people were like, I won't buy that computer. No way. 
Now it's the, one of the world's most popular computers, right? Yeah. The entire PC market copied the MacBook Air. Apple has known for setting the pace in the, on these types of things. It's funny to me, like, I think there's this group of people who are definitely very outraged. Um, but I feel like the outrage wasn't as big over the headphone port. I feel like yeah, a lot of people what, made Joanna? this big fuss. Joanna, courage. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Kara was just like elbowing yes. me to get that in right now. I just thought, you know, you can't see. No, you Courage. need to do the Donald Trump way. Courage. 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 So, okay, you know, the, go ahead. The, Lauren, you asked the question. Well, it's, I, right. I'm going to make an observation, which is just that the lack of SD card slot is more painful to me than the switch to USB-C. Interesting. Because I think if yeah, this thing is for and- pros, it's a MacBook Pro. It's meant for people who do, you know, some photo processing or heavy multimedia work and things like that. We, a lot of people still, our, our audio producer, Eric Johnson, is like pointing to all of the gadgets he has in front of him right now. And, and I, know, I know in Apple's you know, vision of the future, everyone is just sharing all of their high resolution or their raw photos via the cloud. But in reality, a lot of people still stick their SD cards into an SD card slot. Dongles. I do. I mean, and this is the thing that's annoying about the dongles is like you never have one when you need one. No. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) It's like You should trademark that. I don't don't know a lot about that. I love that that, coming from you, Joanna, I have to tell you. Yeah. I I mean, you know, Kara, I know so much about those. But like, you know. Why did it take Apple so long to roll these out? What's going on over there in Cupertino? A little slow with the action. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Macs are as popular as they once were. They were always not as popular as Windows PCs when you look at the market. Mm-hmm. Apple's focused on iOS devices, iPhone, iPad, and I'm sure a whole bunch of other stuff they are working on behind the scenes. You know, what is it, like the, the, the D market team or trends. something? What is it? They're just like they just aren't getting to it? I think what? so. Oh. I think so. Well, some of this may have also um, been, been dictated by the processors, you know, by companies like Intel. I mean, because Apple may have been waiting for a better processor. Or maybe they just lost those. Those guys in some building they didn't realize they had. Like, oh, they're over there making something. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Hey, we have a computer for you. Someone said, oh, yeah, no, I we mean, haven't fed them in three weeks. Yeah, I mean, the new MacBooks don't have the latest Intel processors. Oh, so there's see. something, something not really going on on Intel's schedule there. Yeah. I mean, also, I think you have to look at the market trends. People are not buying laptops as often as they used to. Used to buy a laptop, you know, you think, oh, this thing's going to last two to three years. Now laptops can last like five to six years, right? Yeah. I mean, I, we have a family laptop, but we haven't replaced that thing in forever. I mean, yes, I have new gadgets all the time, but like the thing still works, right? It's it's fine for what we do. Why release something every couple of years for people that are not going to necessarily be on that Replace cycle them. of buying things? Yep. And we're seeing this with the iPhone, right? right? The iPhone got an update this year, not a major one. But I think Apple knows that the, the TikTok cycle of people upgrading every two years is slowing. So why put all those resources into releasing some mega product when people aren't going to buy it? I mean, the greatest irony of that is last spring, Phil Schiller said during another announcement that um, for people who are using five-year-old PCs, it was sad. Right, uh, right. I happen to be using a 2012 MacBook Pro. I'm very much looking forward to updating, but I have to say these announcements made me take pause a little bit. Yeah. We could probably spend well, I think- hours and hours on Apple, and we're going to get to more reader questions about Apple. But let's talk quickly about Microsoft before we go to a break. Um, because Microsoft, we should not ignore, also made some hardware announcements last week, including a giant 28-inch touchscreen all-in-one computer. Joanna, what's your take on Microsoft's announcements? I unfortunately did not get to see this beautiful all-in-one display studio thing. I was uh, out in California, so I didn't make it to the New York event, but it looks beautiful. The videos look amazing of it. Um, I think it's a really interesting way of sort of interacting with a touchscreen PC. 
it is also expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like these companies are just, you know, they hate poor people mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. They hate people who don't want to spend. But they're putting out these new three new pieces of hardware. Like it's what is the trend? What is the bigger line trend for them from your perspective, even if you haven't tested these particular ones? I think, first of all, I think it's very interesting who they're going after with this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the words creative or creator or um, mm-hmm. studio. Sort of, uh, studio. Yeah. yeah, they're all about sort of the the artists, the designers of the world, which were typically Apple's market, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at Apple and, and, and sort of what they've done with the all-in-one PC. I mean, yes, they've given a 5K monitor to the iMac. Lots of people love that machine. But they haven't put the touchscreen on. People are still hooking up those sort of clunk, the, the tablets with it. They've, they've released the iPad Pros, which, again, is going after that same market with the, the pencil. But this is clearly Microsoft saying, like, we can do this. We are making great hardware now, and we have the software to support it. They, they announced the whole, you know, creator, Windows 10 creator suite. That was a big update for Windows 10. So to me, it's Microsoft saying, we still know there's a, a, a really good chunk of the PC market that we can still capture, and these people have money, and so we're making a $3,000 uh, laptop and a $3,000 all-in-one, and we, we're going to you know beat Apple at its own game. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder, too, how much things like average selling price is being factored into this, because as the PC market sort of contracts and continues to contract these things are just more and more expensive right and so if they're they may not be able to sell the same number of units that they have sold in years past but they might be able to still sort of meet revenue targets if they're able to sell them just a much higher price I mean we saw that with iPad this past quarter for Apple it wasn't really a good quarter for Apple but the one thing that we saw was that iPad revenues were flat and they're selling fewer iPads but they're charging like $1,200 for the iPad Pro so yeah, I think that's know. exactly what's happening. You know, when I was complaining about the prices of the MacBook Pros, I think it's the same exact thing. I think Apple knows we're not selling as many of these. People are holding on to them for longer. More money up front. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Way more money on dongles. I mean, I wrote a piece <laughs> a couple of I wrote I wrote a piece a couple of weeks ago before the 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 MacBook stuff, but it was more about sort of the dongles that are going on for the iPhone. But I also had some USB C choices in there. You know, I spoke to some analysts and, you know, some of these dongles cost Apple like $3 to make and some of them they charge $20, 30 $40. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good money in dongles. There I mean, I'm, if a new graduate asked me what to get into, I'd say dongles. It's the the new, I'm thinking the new about plastics. the dongle business. I want to try the Surface Dial. Did you see that, no, Kara? I didn't. I didn't yeah, I'm into that thing. It looks cool, I'm into that. right? Yeah. It's like a giant yeah. dial that you yeah. use to do your creative work in the giant Surface Studio. See, I'm completely uncreative, so it's not, that's a problem. I think you're more creative than I want to dial anything. But when you get the dial, telephone. you dial it up. You're yeah, dialing you know, up I that had a dial telephone as opposed to you youngin', so, and I still have one somewhere. I love a dial telephone. It was great. Well, this is a $100 dial. Yeah, I used to call my boyfriend in sixth grade on a dial telephone. Anyway, in a minute, we're going to hear some questions about Apple and Microsoft's new hardware from our readers and listeners. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, SoFi. This show is brought to you by SoFi. And today I'm talking to Michael Tannenbaum, Senior Vice President of Mortgages at SoFi. SoFi is a new kind of finance company offering student loan refinancing, mortgages, personal loans, wealth management, and more. Today, I'm asking Michael a question that some people may be too embarrassed to ask about mortgages. 
All right. So when you're talking about refinancing your mortgage, I have recently just refinanced my mortgage. Why would you do it? What's the reason of refinancing your mortgage? There's not a huge mystery to refinancing your mortgages. You're usually doing it to save money. And the reason is, is mortgages are amortizing, meaning they pay down over time and they become less risky as you pay them down and your home typically appreciates. And now you're a different risk than you were four years ago. And you want to take advantage of that and refinance to get a lower rate. See how a SoFi loan can work for you at SOFI.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com slash legal. Every week we ask our readers and listeners for their questions on tech topics. You can submit your questions by tweeting at us with the hashtag TooEmbarrassed or by emailing TooEmbarrassed at Recode.net. We are also going to play a round of Too Embarrassed to Answer with Joanna Stern, so stick around for that. Kara, do you want to take the first question? Certainly. It's from Michael Singletary at Singletary. Does the touch bar seem hokey or something with real promise? Also, is death of sub $1,000 Apple laptops coming soon? Joanna? It's a good question. I, you know, I wrote in my first, orig- my hands-on piece from the event mm-hmm. that, you know, it did feel like a little bit like a gimmick, like that that yeah, um, the that. only thing that was really splashy that Apple could talk about was this cool touch strip, right? I mean, if it didn't have that, I'm not really sure it would have held an event, right? Like it makes you wonder also, did they create this just for you know another reason to buy a new PC or to buy a new Mac? But I, I got to try it out. I mean, for some things, it definitely does seem like really handy. I think for certain controls, I don't think for like looking through your pictures that it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to look at a tiny picture for doll hands on the strip and I can yeah. look at this big screen I have in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think it's really the kind of thing I have to test out first. And um, I think it's hokey. To my I'm going to go for hokey without ever having seen it. I, I want a touch screen computer that's all thank you now is the death of the sub one thousand dollar apple laptop coming soon i mean i think we're see we, it's happened right i mean mm-hmm. um the macbook the, the models that they've released in the last three years have all been over a thousand dollars you can still get the macbook air for a thousand dollars base and uh, you know i even wouldn't recommend that it needs more ram it needs a little bit more storage yeah for all the things we've talked about so far i mean basically you're holding on to these laptops for longer and apple wants more of your money up front Mm-hmm. I see. Next Ching. question. Next one is from Corey Hubbard on Twitter. Hey, Lauren Good, would the MacBook Pro or new Surface be a better buy for a jack-of-all-trades founder? Now, I'm going to assume in this case that Corey is not referring to the giant Surface Studio, but he's referring to the new Surface Book i7 laptop, uh, which supposedly improves battery life by 30%, has the latest generation Core i7 processor, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So probably hard to say without having formally reviewed these yet, Joanna, but do you have an answer? And then the on second one? one was outside of the OSs, which is the better daily driver, new Pro right. or Surface Book. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think both of those together. So my opinion, and I wrote this in the Google Pixel review, is that we're heading into a time where hardware really doesn't matter. Okay, like all the hardware that these companies make are great, right? The Pixel phone hardware is great, if not better than the iPhone. The iPhone is great. Even these $400 phones are great. Many of these cheap laptops, the Chromebooks, they're great. All these things are great. What it comes down to is the software and the ecosystem you want to choose, right? right? If you're choosing Apple, you're choosing a couple of different things. You you prefer their software, likely. You might think their apps are better. You might like that your iPhone talks to your Mac and your Mac talks to your iPad. And 
you know, your Apple TV and your Apple Watch and all of these devices. Uh, if you're choosing Google, you like that, you know, you're in their services and you, you're getting all this sort of good or start of you know, artificial intelligence and, and what Google's become really good at. So the decision to choose in, in Microsoft, frankly, I, I wonder where they are in the whole thing. You know, I like... I, I don't think many people consider Microsoft or like Microsoft as a platform when they're choosing. I mean, they choose Windows, yeah, right. but like on mobile, what's Microsoft been yeah. doing? Um, Few people are so, like, I want to live in Outlook. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, Outlook's great on the iPhone, right? Yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah. It is on iOS. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. It's it's not about when you look at the hardware, they're all offering the same thing, right? Microsoft has a Surface Book. Apple has a MacBook Pro. Apple's got an iPad Pro. Microsoft's got a Surface Pro or a Surface 4 or whatever it's called now. Look at it that way and and pick what ecosystem you want, pick what software you feel comfortable with and uh, that's that's the answer. So is this it's like this country, you have to pick your side. It is. Honestly. Right. Which one's Trump? It's like it's like Conan O'Brien said earlier this week, we're either going to have Hillary Clinton for president or Justin Trudeau. <laughs> All right, the next question. Andy Axon, have the new Microsoft keyboards backlight I don't think mm. that's a sentence, but do yeah. they have backlight? Yeah, the um, the i the Surface Book i seven has a backlight keyboard. Correct. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. I'm gonna go with that. And the I Surface don't know. Pro. Uh, this what do they call it now? They call it the Surface Pro Four or whatever. Mm. Surface, Surface Pro, Pro 4. Four. That also has a backlight. the backlight uh, detachable keyboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about. I think did Microsoft also announce new ergonomic and a new new ergonomic keyboard? They're famous for that. Yes. Super. I don't Big, know. comfy, ergonomic keyboard. I'm actually not sure about that, Andy, so we'll have to get back to you on Next that. question. Next question is from Kurt Myers. You'll oh, like this man. one, Joanna. Joanna Stern, how many dongles will we need? All the dongles. <laughs> All of them in the world. I mean, it depends on what you want. I This dongle piece that I did a couple of weeks ago, um, you can get what I like to call super dongles. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> That is a word I got in the Wall Street Journal, a very proud moment for me. They didn't know. Um, Joanna, they didn't know. And now they do. You have alerted them. Big oh, mistake. Yeah. They had no idea. They just <laughs> sat there. These little white dongles. guys. Were also, like, I, used click, the click, word, click. I used the term double dongle was another term. Oh, oh they didn't see that one <laughs> It either. sounds like a Tinder gesture or something. Yeah, they didn't yeah. see that. So um, you can get like one, one company called Hyperdrive. They make kind of like a big attachment that has a number of different ports on the dongle, right? Apple makes these too, but they cost like $50 and... Actually, I think the hyperdrive to cost 40, so you're really not saving much money there. But you know, if you get one of those, which is what I've been using on the new MacBook Pro, uh, you get SD card, you get a regular USB C, or you get a regular USB. Um, you get you know a couple of other little ports if you want them. You can kind of pick which one you want. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, all a lot of the then. dongles is the, the answer. All the dongles. All right. Next question. Go ahead, Lauren. Next question is from Tom. He's at Foulmensch on Twitter. Uh, with the MacBook Pro getting more and more expensive, will the MacBook from now on be the go-to Mac for students? I mean, I would say if you're a student and your go-to is a 12-inch MacBook, you're still pretty lucky. Right. But Joanna, right. what are your thoughts on that? I've actually been, like, as I'm thinking about when I'm going to write for this MacBook piece, um, been talking, because over the last couple months, a lot of people come to me and say, you know, what should I buy my college freshman kid going off to college or whatever? And I've said, well, you really should wait if you want a Mac because mm-hmm. there's these pros coming. Maybe there's going to be an update to the air. I think maybe that might have been a mistake of me to tell people. I mean, I think people should choose when is the best time to choose. But these pros are super expensive. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't have a child in college. But, you know, in college you had like in my day, you know, laptops would get stolen. Laptops would get beer sp- spilt on them. 
you know, who knows what was going on with the laptop. So it's like, do you buy a cheaper laptop like the MacBook, which is really, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, what, $500 cheaper than, or $300 cheaper? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on on how much money you want to spend, but um, or you're going to get more performance. You're yeah, certainly going to get more. using Chromebooks all the time now at school. They have a, a Mac. Yeah. They have a Mac because we bought it for them, but they use the Chromebook almost all the time. The Pro is going to have a lot more power than than the MacBook, but for basics like writing and surfing the web and listening to music, like yeah, the MacBook's totally fine. Yeah, or their phones. I have to tell you, they mm-hmm. do almost everything on their phones. All right, this is from Daniel Smith. Does it seem like Microsoft and Apple are in a bit of a role reversal when it comes to hardware innovation? Apple has made a lot of compromises with the MacBook Pro as a consequence of making it thinner. Who asked them to make it thinner? Was that you, Joanna? Johnny Ive. Johnny, Johnny Ive wants to make everything thinner. The so aluminum needs to be thinner. Yeah, he asked everyone at Apple to make things thinner. Yeah. I think okay. that's what, what happens there. But it's a great question. I mean, like I said, I think hardware innovation, at least the design of it, is is the place where we go from here. I think um, when it comes to good hardware, Google, Microsoft, and Apple, they're all doing it now. Um, they've all gone the route of Apple, which is we need to make the hardware, and we need to make the software, and we need to make them work well together. And so your decision really comes up to the software, in my opinion, you know, there's going to be a battery life difference here and there. There's going to be a little bit of performance difference here and there. Uh, the trackpads, I still believe, are best on Apple. Uh, uh, Microsoft still hasn't quite figured that out with Windows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think, I don't know if there's been a role reversal, but Microsoft has certainly caught up. I mean, yes, what Microsoft's sure. doing in hardware is, is you know, I don't think we could have imagined five years ago. Right. I and it's happening at the same time that Apple is pushing software and services. In fact, it was their one growth spot in their last yeah. earnings report. I've been unimpressed Wrong. with Apple's services. Soft, the hardware lately. Yeah. I don't know how good they're Wrong. doing it. Wrong. Sad. Wrong. Sad. Wrong. Exclamation. Yeah. Wrong. Nasty woman. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, the last uh, question is from Tim. He's at rights37 on Twitter. Whose comments about Surface performance does she believe? And by she, they mean Joanna Stern. Microsoft's or Bill Belichick's? Oh, man. We got a question in there about Bill Belichick, which is... You know, I didn't, I followed a little bit, of, but I didn't read the full Bill Belichick, like, complaint. It was, it just went on and on. I mean, correct me, he wants to go back to paper, right? <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I think people have, like, thrown the surface and that makes news. Right. So, right. you know, but it's hard to tell whether they're, like, like, throwing things because the other team scored a touchdown and they're throwing it because it froze up or they got, the you know, the blue screen of death. If the argument is paper, like, if the better option is paper, I still think no technology yet has out-featured paper. Like, I mean, it depends what you're doing. But in, in this case, where they're drawing plays and it's easier for them to sort of erase things or with, with a real pen, right? They want to, I guess they use the dry erase boards. Like, there's a lot less friction for doing that than pulling up a surface, opening the app, figuring out if you've mistapped on something. Uh, you know, there's delay in the pen. There's there, it, It's just simply not as good as regular pens or paper i like some um, paper i do it's really good what voice is that <laughs> isn't paper great <laughs> all right that's it you know i'm, now I'm on. sitting in a room with two producers they've got paper with them paper, paper. we have karen i have paper in front of us right now we have paper. our laptops and our phones and paper in front of us yeah. but you so, know what you know, I'm, let's scrap this going great. forward forget yeah. the hashtag forget the tweets Forget the email address. Erase it from your brain. I want you all to snail mail pieces of paper <laughs> to Kara Swisher at Fox like Media I'd San like Francisco. A Kara sent to all of your questions. Casey Newton, please. 
All right. I, I, like, what pa- I like what Joanna said. What? Yeah. That no technology has outfeatured paper. Okay. That's great. That's what she, she said. Were you that. listening or were you yeah, texting? Yeah, I listened to it. I just don't agree with her. You love styluses? I went off of newspapers decades ago. I can't stand paper. I don't like paper at all if I can but, avoid it. But you're sitting, I mean, I'm not saying we need to read our news on I am paper. forced I'm not saying, to look upon, to use this paper. But do you use a stylus? Oh my God, have you ever, if I no. ever walked into the office no. and you were using yeah, a I stylus? Type, I, type, I, I type, type, type. I like to type. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, look, it takes all kinds, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I different strokes for different folks. Joanna's also, team. Dongle. All my video, my future videos will be on paper. Yeah, I do love your videos. <laughs> is there a dongle video? <laughs> Vertical paper. Is there a dongle? Oh, there's a double dongle video. Oh, oh yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm, that's tonight's. That's tonight's entertainment. All right, <laughs> Joanna, you've been a great guest. Before we let you go, you're going to play a game called "Too Embarrassed to Answer" at the Wall Street Journal. You write about the newest gadgets on the market. So we're going to ask you three questions about old tech. Get two okay. right. You get a free subscription to get past the journal's paywall. Yes, exactly. Or something. So you something can read like that. Yeah. I mean, I should note, too, that our can producer... Can I phone a friend? Yeah. Uh, can I phone Walt Mossberg? You cannot phone a friend. However, you can write your request on a piece of paper and mail it. Mail and if he gets to back us. to you in time, then that counts. Yeah. I should note that our super producer, Eric Johnson, helped us write these questions. Fantastic. In fact, he wrote all of them. So, yeah. Joanna, are you ready to play? Mm-hmm. Here is the first question from Eric Johnson. Nintendo recently announced its next video game console, the Nintendo Switch. Which of these was the brand name of the first gaming hardware Nintendo ever released in the United States? Was it A, select a game, B, game and watch, or C, microvision? We're going to hear this. Ready? We're going to (laughs) hear. We already did that. No, you cannot Google it. Jesus. You can bang um, it. Oh, bang it. <laughs> Come on. Help. Wikipedia. You're no, not do not. Helpful. No. no. Uh, uh, wrong. Game and watch. Game oh. and watch. Oh, now you just totally looked it up. You're I not getting it. She's the first. She's cheating. Too embarrassed to ask guest who's cheated. Cheated. Like, and admitted it, though, which Typical. I, have to, I love her for. Typical <laughs> mainstream yeah. media player, of course. All right. All right. Well, next that's question. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct, but you are wrong. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? You are shameful is what you are. <laughs> next question. Today's selfie sticks are all the rage. Keep your hands away from that keyboard right now. But people have wanted to take photographs of themselves for a lot longer. According to historians, when was the first selfie taken? Was it A, 1839, B, 1929, or C, 1979? I think A, 1839. You are correct. correct. I'm not sure I totally trust your answer. <laughs> you are correct. Why did you say that? And what do you mean? Why did you pick that number? I'm just curious. I thought it just sounded good. All right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> the first, the selfie stick was not invented until the 1980s. And Joanna is an expert. At she is. Sticks. I love. That's one of the best videos of all time. It's of so her good. with the selfie and stick. I was on another podcast where we talked about the history of the selfie. Oh, you did. Oh, so you had that. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you, but that was yeah. a really great video. It's so interesting that you will go down in history with your selfie stick video. I'm sure you want to be remembered for that for mm-hmm. the rest of time. Mm-hmm. I just, I do. A great legacy for Joanna Stern, a selfie stick yeah, video re- that's classic. You reviewed like 14 in she a did. week or something? She did. How is that even possible? It's epic. Not enough. A lot of Not photos. Enough. You know, Hamilton, he wrote the Federalist Papers. You reviewed the selfie sticks. <laughs> it's really great. Congratulations. Finally, the last question is about Microsoft, which is top of mind right now, not just because of the new hardware, but because they just introduced yet another work collaboration tool called Microsoft Teams. But which of these is not a real discontinued Microsoft program? Is it A, Microsoft Entourage, B, Microsoft Work Away, or C, Microsoft Schedule Plus? Wait, which is not Which of these did not what doesn't exist? exist. Two of them do, one of them doesn't. What was the last one? 
I'll go through them again for you. A is Microsoft Entourage, B is Microsoft Workaway, or C is Microsoft Schedule Plus. Um, I'm gonna say Microsoft Workaway. You are correct. Well done. That did not exist. The yeah. other two did exist. And do not. I know that uh, Schedule Plus has been discontinued, and I think Entourage is no longer supported as well. So it's a terrible movie. Right, but Entourage, what was that? Was Mac only, right? Yes. Okay. I yep. honestly don't yep, remember. It was. You're right. You're absolutely right. Some type of email and contacts email and calendar support. That I never used. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Anyway, Joanna, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. It's been lovely. We thank wish you, you were Did on I answer all the any time. of these questions right? Like any yeah. in the last 47 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you did it, I'm sure that all of the internet trolls will come out exactly. and harass all of us. Exactly. So we'll know. know. I'm a little lady, I'm, I, so we can I be sure I feel like I that. really should have studied up more on the surface. New I think you managed to do just that. fine. You did just fine. Yeah. And we're looking forward to your reviews of all these things. Um, when did the reviews come out? Soon? Later? Soon. As soon as I'm you touch the touchpad, to right? Or the touch bar or whatever the hell it's I'm called. Not at liberty to say. All right. Okay. Such a big secret. Not like you we're solving cancer, Joanna. and ask him. All right. This has been, whatever, keep the secret. No one cares. This has been another great episode Everyone of cares. Too Embarrassed to Ask. And we're so happy to have Joanne here. Really, we're huge fans of yours. We absolutely yes, are. Yes, we are. If you enjoyed the episode as much as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show. And you can leave us a review at iTunes.com slash Too Embarrassed to Ask. And subscribing is great. You'll be the first to listen to new episodes every Friday or catch up on previous episodes where we answer all of the tech questions that our listeners have been too embarrassed to ask. So that's iTunes.com slash Too Embarrassed to Ask. Or you can subscribe on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher. We're in a whole bunch of places. Or you can just go to the website. Go to www.recode.net slash podcasts. And while you're there, you should check out our other podcasts like Recode Decode, Recode Replay, and Recode Media with Peter Kafka. Let's not forget about The Verge, no. Kara. Oh, Okay. We're going to talk about it's your Verge. fifth anniversary. Congratulations. Yes, it was The Verge's fifth anniversary yeah, beautiful this new week. site. Yeah. And thank you. I had nothing to do with it, but I agree it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And also, we, we redesigned the whole website. Everyone should go check it out. Uh, we also have some great podcasts for your listening pleasure. Walt Mossberg and Neilai Patel host Control Walt Elite. Neilai also usually hosts The Verge cast every Thursday, and Chris Plant hosts What's Tech. Yes. Joanna, do you miss The Verge? You were there at the beginning. I was. I really, I mean, I got a little emotional this week seeing um, all these photos of me five years ago and mm-hmm. how much better I looked so oh, um, great. but also also because the site is so great of course yeah. but yeah, of um, course. it's not just about us always mm-hmm. yeah, it's I not know. just about me it's <laughs> yeah. just not about me and how good I looked then yeah. well you um, were there you were there at the start I was there at the start yeah, yeah I am pretty emotional and they also redesigned my whole uh reviews page so I don't I mean my lasting contribution has now disappeared oh how sad. or I don't have a lasting contribution Oh, hey, well, Lauren, well, you someday, you know, the columns you write for Dead Tree Paper will still exist. Yeah, probably and some, the website may, you know, disappear, slide yeah. off into cyberspace or yeah. not exist on Mars when we're all living there. So yeah. just keep that in mind. It might make you feel better. <laughs> like your columns, <laughs> Joanna's no. columns will well, still we miss exist. You. Anyway, don't forget to tweet your questions ahead of time to at Recode with the hashtag Too Embarrassed or email them to at Too Embarrassed at Recode.net. Yes. Thank you to everybody for listening. And thank you again to our sponsors, Casper and SoFi. Thanks also to Digital Media, the company that distributes the show. We'll be back next week to answer more of the questions that you have been too embarrassed to ask. So tune in then.